Lizzie? She's waking up. Lizzie, can you hear me? What? Whatever. Where am I? It's all right. You're safe. We brought you into the house. In the house? Sebastian! Where is he? We don't know. We found you in the workshop unconscious. Sebastian was nowhere to be seen. Do you know what happened? They took him. Everett, we've got to go get him back. Wait. Who took him? The monster. Dr. Benton. Dr. Benton is the monster? No, no. The monster was with Dr. Benton. I think it was his son. Oh, my head hurts. It's hard to think. Dr. Benton's son is dead. Everybody knows that. Everett, I think her brains were addled by whatever misadventure she suffered out in the workshop. Oh, just stop it, Maria. You're sure, Lizzie? Absolutely sure? I'm sure. Dr. Benton was with the monster, whom he called Theodore. Theodore was the name of his son, was he not? Yes, it was. Theodore had been terribly wounded. His face was scarred and his arms, well, they had been replaced with the clockwork appendages. Those things again. I knew no good would come of those abominations. Shut up, Maria. What? What did you say to me? I said, if you can't contribute anything useful to this conversation, then perhaps you should keep your peace. How dare you? Everett, are you going to let her talk to me like that? Aren't you going to speak up? Actually, yes. Maria, I don't really give a damn about your wounded sensibilities or your pride. Your brother-in-law's life is in danger, so I don't have time for your sniping or your wounded ego. If you can't help, then go to your room and pout. Now that's a good girl. Well, I never. Somehow I doubt that. Elizabeth. Oh, you, you. I'm sorry, Everett. Don't tell me. Tell her. I'm not that sorry. I thought not. Everett, will you help me find Sebastian? Help you? Lizzie, I know you're a brave girl, but don't you think you should leave this to the men? No, I don't. Sebastian is my husband. A brave half-machine monster, or the walking dead, or walk into a lion's den if it meant protecting him. I love him. I love him, and nothing else matters. Not even your own life. Not even that. <sighs> then we need to get started. Gypsy Audio presents Episode 11 of the Blackburn Gaslight Adventures, Family Matters, written and directed by A.J. Clarkson. Theodore, you could let Mr. Blackburn go now. Thank you. Mr. Blackburn, I trust we can rely on you to behave yourself. Oh, I doubt that very much. I'm afraid I must insist. You wouldn't want Theodore to visit your wife one night while you're tied up here, would you? You wouldn't dare. You guaranteed her safety. And you promised to cooperate. Mr. Blackburn, you don't have a choice here. You will help us. Damn it. Damn it. If it's any comfort to you, I don't have a choice either. Of course you do. You're a medical man. A respectable man. But you resorted to a murder, kidnapping, threatening an innocent woman's safety and terrorizing this entire community? Why? For my son. You've not been a father. You can't possibly understand. You're quite correct. I don't understand. Because your son is alive, isn't he? He's standing right here, as whole and healthy as medicine and science can make him. Whole? My son is only half a man. You're wrong. You wear one of your own appendages. How did you lose your hand? A... a laboratory accident. A long time ago. It doesn't have the strength of your flesh hand, now does it? 
No. What about dexterity? No. You're a surgeon, you know why. The nerve endings were lost, then- I know. Let me ask you something. Did you meet your wife before the accident, or after? After the accident. Why? I just wonder. I wonder what she thinks when you're alone at night, and you reach for her, and cold metal touches her instead of- Shut up! Just shut up right now! <laughs> Theodore, don't hurt him. We need him yet. Mr. Blackburn, to return to our discussion, you do see my point. You say yourself that your false hand is not like a natural hand. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't have the dexterity or the strength of a natural limb. I know, but there's nothing to be done for it. You're wrong. You see the modifications on Theodore's limbs? The very ones we discussed? His limbs are already stronger than your own prosthesis, as you can tell. I noticed. You yourself said it was possible to improve them, to make them less painful and less damaging to his flesh. Theoretically? Only theoretically. Well, now's your chance to put theory into practice. As you can see, I have full facilities here in this farmhouse. You're going to do the work necessary to improve my son's limbs. You'll make him stronger, more dexterous, better. Better than any human. You can't be serious. Oh, I'm quite serious. I even have a guinea pig for your tests. I have a young lumberman, John. He's here. He'll help you do your experiments. No, I won't. It's unethical. I don't care about ethical. I only care about helping my son. You're going to do it, Mr. Blackburn, or else the repercussions will be... They'll be more than you care to pay, sir. You've lost it, haven't you? You're mad. That may well be true, but I'm also in charge, so you're just going to have to cooperate. Now, if you look over here, I can show you the tools I have available for your work. We're here, Dr. Benton's farm. I don't see any signs of life. No smoke from the chimney, no animals, nobody moving about. I don't think Dr. Benton is here. He has to be here. It's the only place left. Here, Everett, help me down. Maybe you should wait in the carriage, Lizzie. It might not be safe. I'll go check things out. We've already had this conversation a half a dozen times, Everett. I'm not sitting back and watching while my husband is in danger. <sighs> Come on, then. But if you get hurt, Sebastian is going to be furious with me. I'll deal with my husband. Why doesn't that inspire me with confidence? Because you know me too well. Benton's not at his consulting rooms. Nobody's seen him in town. His farm is the only place left. If we don't find him here, I don't know where else to look. And you're sure it was Dr. Benton? Everett. Okay, okay. Come on, then. Benton or his son have killed at least two people, carried off how many men, kidnapped my husband, attacked me, and... Is harboring a monster. Do you truly think he's simply going to answer the door? Well, he... it's... possible. You're probably right, probably not. Can you see in that window? I don't see anybody inside. And the door's locked? Just a moment. What's that you have there? Well, it's just a little toy Sebastian made one time. It's supposed to unlock any door. I stuck it in my purse before we left the house. Only a criminal me would need such a toy. Why would Sebastian even build it? It's probably best not to ask, brother.
Well, I guess I'll tell Sebastian his toy was a success when we find him. Lizzie, you live a strange life. <laughs> this is hardly a surprise to me. Now come on. I'll go first. It looks abandoned. Just stay here in the front room. I'm going out to the kitchen. Everett, you're not going to. I'm not trying to. Just, just check his desk. Maybe there'll be a clue in there somewhere. I'll be right back. Fine. Bills, 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 newspaper clippings, a letter from Dr. Lett, boring, useless, telegram from the army. Dear sir, we regret to inform you that your son Theodore felt the Battle of Fredericksburg, blah, blah, blah. After all, we knew this already, except he's not dead. He's been pieced back together like a mad toy soldier and turned loose on the people of New York. Lizzie, you all right out here? I'm fine. Did you find anything? Not a thing. He's not been here in some time. There are no clothes in his room. The still room and pantry room are empty as well. Nothing. Anything in here? It doesn't make sense, Everett. He's not in his consulting rooms. He's not in his flat in town. And he's not out here in the country. He didn't just vanish off the face of the planet. Where could he have gone? Maybe he left the state. What, and still leaves bodies strewn across the countryside here? No, he has to be close at hand. Hmm, maybe this is the answer. What? Look. It's a deed to a farm in the next county. The current owner, Dr. Benton. Previous owner, a Mrs. Virginia Tyree. Well, who's that? I have no clue. Look, here's another one. A deed for a farm formerly owned by Mrs. Patricia Rowe. The address is just down the road from our property, I believe. Now, Widow Rowe lived two houses down from your place, Lizzie. She's dead and gone. I believe she passed last winter. Pneumonia, I think. Dr. Benton was her physician. What is he doing with a deed to her property? Wouldn't that go to her children? Well, her only son died a few years ago. Look, here's another deed. And another. All of them signed over to Benton. Shoot, I recognize these names. Mr. Frederick Thompson. Miss Teresa O'Reilly. They're all dead. Died in the last year or so. Pneumonia every time. Oh. Oh! What? What if... No, it's just too mad. What? And what if they didn't die of pneumonia? What if their doctor, Dr. Benton, persuaded them to sign over their property to him and then killed them for their troubles? That's inconceivable. Very conceivable. And if it's true, we're dealing with more than just a desperate father. We're dealing with a cold-hearted killer. Let's gather up these papers and get out of here. Now, Lizzie, I don't want to be here if he decides to come back. Wait, Everett! What about Sebastian? He's not here, Lizzie. If Benton really holds all those properties, he's probably set up shop in one of them. We need to get out of here and go talk to the constable. No, I guess we'd better find Judge Schneider. He'll be able to tell us more. Well, come on. I'm coming. Give me a second. Well, Mr. Blackburn, you've had a little time to look things over. Do you think you have everything you need? You're still intent on this mad plan. I didn't bring you here to editorialize, Mr. Blackburn. Very well. Uh, yes, there is enough material here to do some research. But first I have to examine your son's prothesis. Of course. Theodore, come here and let Mr. Blackburn examine you. If he tries anything, Theodore, don't kill him. Break his legs instead. You have forced my cooperation, Doctor. You don't need to make idle threats as well. They're hardly idle. Sit down. 
Turn up your trouser leg so I can see the prosthesis. Here, don't flex your muscles until I'm finished. The gears will catch on my forceps. It could pull out the connection pins. Just be still, and this will be over soon. Okay? Okay. That looks fairly standard. Lay your arm on here on the table. Turn up your sleeve. When did you get the false limbs? Um, about a month ago. Father installed them. You stumped and have time to heal. See here, there's scar tissue forming. That's going to interfere with the movement pretty soon. It hurts when you close your hand, right? Yes, but you're going to fix that. Father said so. I said I'd try. This sort of improvement is highly unpredictable. I could make matters worse, and you're never going to be without pain, regardless of what I do. You should have gone at least a year between amputation and being fitted with a hand. There wasn't time. Of course there was. Your bone feels odd here, splintered. You lost it in battle, Minibal. I guess I was shot in the arm and in the legs on the battlefield. Army surgeon amputated. It got infected, and I was left for dead. Papa came and found me. He made me better. Hold still. He installed the prosthesis. Yes. Well, he did a piss poor job of it. Have you talked to him about these modifications? Making you stronger is only going to make these more painful and eventually erode the connections. You'll be crippled more permanently than you are now. Papa's only trying to help me. You can't seriously believe this. He's using you to kill people, Theodore. He's a madman. Shut up! My hand, my leg—they won't move. What did you do? I'm sorry, Theodore. I disconnected the gearing. The limbs won't work now. I can't let this continue. Fix it. Fix it now, or when I get free, I'll go find your wife and choke the life out of her. If my brother-in-law has an ounce of sense, he'll have gotten Lizzie two states away by now. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go catch up with them. Papa, Papa, help! Ah,、uh, damn it! Blackbird. Ha! Tonight's episode of Family Matters was written and directed by A.J. Clarkson. Sebastian Blackburn was played by James Leeper. Elizabeth Blackburn was played by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Everett Lockwood was played by John Perry. Maria Lockwood was played by A.J. Clarkson. Dr. Benton was played by Michael Simpkins. Family Matters is produced by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Sound effects were provided by Freesound.org. The Blackburn Gaslight Adventures and Family Matters are protected under a Creative Commons license, 2014. Our executive producer is GypsyAudio.org. I'm AJ Clarkson. Thank you for listening.